Hello everybody, it's I, Lindsay Rogers, and welcome back to Anything Else to Add Podcast, episode number 36. I'm going to go quickly as best I can, go over some crazy stuff and things to talk about, especially because something really is questioning about what's going on within the Brawl Stars community. Without further ado, let's talk about it, shall we? So, I know that I want to first of all talk about is America's Got Talent. And there was more controversy than I'll ever going to say. Um... I really, the only thing what now I was, was very much happy that Sophia Regara had finally hit the golden buzzer. Right, and she gave it to oh, a singer her, um, who is straight out of, ooh, out of, um, look into, He, she gave it to singer named Gabriel Henrique, who, um, for a reason, ended up performing, um, a really crazy song that I was gonna, that I was gonna do something. I was gonna tag in, um, tag at, uh, Dion Warwick, like who to check this performance. Anyway, um, the reason what happened is, um, despite that, um, he only learned about he only speaks a little English, but the only thing he can sing in English is something I'll never forget. Anyway, according to an article courtesy of Billboard who posted this out, saying, and Gabriel Henrik scores golden buzzer with spectacular audition on America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent is back on our screens, back in our lives, and what AG contestant, Gabriel Henrik, everything is golden. Henrik, a 27-year-old from Brazil, on his first trip to the United States, a his first audition for Tuesday night's episode and made the very most of it. Speaking with the assistance of an interpreter, Henrik admitted he he spoke only a little bit of English and he's just trying. (coughs) No matter the music, no matter, the music is the universal language and he is fluent. Putting aside some early nerves, Henrik threw himself into a cover of Whitney Houston's Run to You with the enough energy and high notes to our a small town. <laughs> a standing ovation ensured, including all four judges. Yes. <laughs> and this is, and by the way, this, you know, this, this is one of the kind of controversial comments. Started off the comments, one of the controversies, because even though despite that, what happened with Sophia, this started with Heidi Klum's terrible take. Said, if Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey had a baby, it would be Gabriel, quip Heidi Klum. Wow, you are incredible. 
people. I was about to say, I'm like, girl, why? First of all, that is so weird to say that. You have one woman who is no longer around, and she has no offspring. And the other one who is around has two offsprings of the many other offsprings the former host of America's Got Talent, Nick Cannon, has. So good grief, man. <laughs> this is crazy. Now, continuing on the article, Howie Mandel chimed in and says, I did not expect that voice to come out of you. You sound like the best and finest pop diva that ever was. Howie Mandel enthusiast. You're amazing. <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> Simon Cal went next. People are going to really like you. You're just so inter you're just so interesting, he claimed. I can tell you that you sang in church and you don't know how good you are. It was amazing. Sophia Vergara had the last comment and action. I don't have was that was so perfect thick it's spectacular. Your voice is beautiful. Your energy who you are. It's perfect. That performance was something I was waiting for. Something very beautiful and very heartfelt. Before the panel had time to vote, Vergara put a halt to procedures and triggered the golden buzzer. And then they just want us to watch the video. I mean, that is the really craziest thing ever that <coughs> that Sophia Vergara did. And it really was deep. Now, here's something I'm about to say. The next, another act that kind of was very weird was the, it was the, is an Israel circus troupe. Decided <coughs> <coughs> to bring glass, but, uh, no, uh, The Israel Circus Troop called themselves a bomba, which, by the way, according to this article from the Jewish Telegraphic Agency, who says here, er, <coughs> a trio of Israel performers who goes by bomba, or bomb in Hebrew, offered an intimate introduction to the sport, of to the sport on Tuesday. And referring to this, Return to their act. The the article says here, Israel Circus Troop brings laugh, but no clothes. Do NBC's got America's Got Talent? <coughs> it says here, anyone who visited an Israel beach is likely familiar with the popular beach paddle game known as Makot. <laughs> <laughs> For millions of TV viewers and a live audience of 1,400 at NBC's America's Got Talent, a trio of Israel performers who go by Bama or Bob in Hebrew offered an intimate introduction to the sport on Tuesday's episode. The circus trio emerged with only six wooden makot paddles, one pop ball, and no clothing. 
keep the necessary parts covered, the three performers juggled, hit the ball one unto another, and cautiously walked back and forth across the streets. They performed Quincy Jones's famous jingle, Soul ba Bossa Nova. The act, which just lasted under two minutes, elicited countless gasps and considerable applause for the panel of judges and the live audience. A few grimaces were sprinkled as well, especially when the paddles slip. <coughs> After the performance, which earned a standing ovation, the trio came back on stage wearing pink bathrobes. Is this a famous Israel show? Do the people love this? Just Sophia Vergara asked them. Not yet, one of them replied. Heidi Klum, another judge, joked that the trees should try to use smaller paddles. We got a lot more er, to show. The same before it quit. Uncomfortable giggles aside, the judge all voted in fact in favor of the act, including Jewish comedian Howie Mandel, who bid to the troop frown by shouting Shalom as they exit on stage. The troop members are brothers Noam and Yaron David Jolt, and their freaking collaborator Emmett Gerby are regulars in Israel's tight-knit circus scene. They had shared videos before themselves juggling on a kibbutz teaching circus arts, and performing in colorful gesture clothing in the Czech Republic. But the Makot Cabaret Act is newer. The group, the group taped its America's Got Talent performance in April. In an interview on Israel Channel 12 on Wednesday, one of the performers said he blacked out on stage <coughs> for the first time in his life. Thankfully, we did a lot of rehearsals. So my body remembered all the moves, but I was really in a panic, he says. According to the Times of Israel, Bumba was one of the 200 performers, it says, whistled down, whittled down from 75,000 submissions for the edition round. Since now, since the now viral act, which has been viewed around 250,000 times on YouTube, the group has been invited to compete on got talent shows in Romania and France, they said. <laughs> oh boy. I think we blame Simon Cow for this one. Um Yeah, and the reason why I'm gonna say this is why is this sound why am I saying it's controversial? It's because again, what's the deal with the new C T on the on a show that is Aim for family. <laughs> oh, God dang it. Ah, uh, jeez, I'm a little side distracted right now, but, uh, <laughs> thank you, Bat G. <laughs> I'll explain a little bit later. <laughs> anyway, um, and 
And I'm just not... I know people are going to say, well, they're funny. Yeah, they're funny. They do juggling acts. But nudity still doesn't explain to me anything. I haven't seen anything crazy since men, men in pants. And somehow they were on the... T- and I mentioned it in the last... Uh, podcast episode that they were on the t- they made it to the top 16 of showing Cal's most memorable moments on America's Got Talent and British Got Talent. Go fig. I'm sorry I'm coughing so much, but god damn it. <laughs> anyway, so where was it? Alright. Um, yeah, so uh, it's really kind of questionable. Now, another act that nearly kind of ruined it out for me, I mean, now there were. St- I will say there were some good acts, but I do want to highlight I, one more act that nearly want me to just uh, want to want me to oh yeah, there's two more acts. One of them is called Noodle and Bun. It's about a, it's, it's now Noodle and Bun, they shouldn't I know people are going to say I think I heard them before. I mean, they are on a... They have a YouTube channel. But... I was very, very much upset by the fact that... They allow this. And which, by the way, it goes against what the... um, What the... uh, Those in the... uh, I, I guess I should say the SAG, like, the Screen Actor Guild uh, Union, been the Screen Actor Guild Union talking about, and um, I was, it was really kind of disappointed. I mean, at first they they were on the screen and like that's fine, whatnot, but then they said, "Oh, let's put them on stage," H, and I'm like, really. And I'm like, this is something what, this is what, and I'm, I'm sorry I'm going to say this, but this is something that what Fran Dresser and the, and the, uh, and the, uh, SAG union has been going after. <coughs> something like that. Now, I, even though somehow they got through, but this is something like, I think they should just kept on screen and not been part of it because that's what everybody has been. Compl- that's what that has been going on. Anyway, um, now people have been talking about this at and really it's kind of crazy. Um. They're they're seeing that there's been a talk of who's voicing uh, this dog hog named Bun. And Noodle is a cat. 
Now, speculations about this is that since that whoever is singing uh, as singing, they're all putting fingers at the the pointing fingers is saying that the possibility of whose bun singing voice is a former America's Got Talent contestant, Brian Justin Crump. However, if that's the case, this is the this is a new low. Oh. And I know people are going to say, well, this was recorded. Yes, it is. But should it have been aired? I don't know. Oh, I mean, and there was nothing much to enjoy about. Anyway, I also want and now before I tell you, I also see here, er, er, a tweet they posted back in June twentieth that really makes me so angry to say this, as because. Because of what they're saying here. And they're like. Try to be. Try to act like they're. They're like. For the small creators. But you're. but Whoever created the noodle bun. You should be ashamed of yourself. Number one. And number two. How dare you talk about small. YouTube. Tubers like this. Anyway. According to the tweet, they said here to the small creators, frustrating with feeling like the, the content they made is no good enough. The algo can make you feel like your work is no good. Look how crazy different this short did over four days on different platforms and only 900 views on Twitter. And they laughed about this. Keep your chin up. And they're referring to to a short they posted back on June fifteenth, where it's where the tweet says here, when it's three a.m., your dog decides to go to town on their paws, and they used hashtag dog and hashtag noodle and bun. And where the dog bun gets hit with a pillow by somebody and wondering what the heck happened. Apparently, when they posted on others, they claimed that they got 25 million views on TikTok, 90k views on YouTube, and 11 million views on Instagram. Now, I don't know if this is entirely true, but to say this and to joke about this, this is a slap in the face. Ace. <coughs> anyway, and I was very upset by the fact about this. Now, there was one more at that I do remember that I almost wanted to really be upset with and it, and it was the last act of the night it out
That apparently, like it was apparently at first, I thought this was a dude named Sonny Chanton who was so oh going crazy. You know, I thought it's a dude. He's he likes being on America's Got Talent. It's not gonna be worth it. So what happened was they this dude take his time, said things like, "Uh, like he likes Grace Vanderwall." I'm like, really? And continues to talk and talk until the judges decided to hit their go hit, all, gave them all four X's. However, that should have been the end of it. Apparently, it's been revealed that this per this. Guy is actually not a guy at all, but a but a woman named Krista Commodore, who is in fact is dressed as dressed in drag, and I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" And because of that, she's cut in. I'm like, the judges did not say, oh, remove her exit. She got us good. We'll vote for her. No, they, they're like, they like, don't care about the exes. They unanimously said yes. And I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, that's wrong. And because you could, you hit the red X, you're telling everybody that this act is terrible, yet they're going through. I mean, something does not, something does not compute to me at all. And I'm pretty sure a lot of fans are like so perplexed by the fact. However, there are some acts that really definitely deserve the highlights. Now, besides of Besides Hen Gabriel Henrik, who definitely deserved to be in the live act, there's one act that I do want to point out. Out, out. out. A man named Zion Clark. Apparently, he showed up on America's Got Talent, it, and he performs uh, upon athleticism. And his, from his arms and his chest, he is so strong. But here's something that I couldn't believe. I want to read you this article from People Magazine. It says here, AGT, man born with condition that left him with no legs, shares inspiration story of realist, realist during audition. Zion Clark was born with a condition condition called caudal regression syndrome and grew up in an abusive foster care setting but never but never let that stop him from achieving greatness one of the most inspiration acts to take the america got take the america's got challenge stage yet while the audience on tuesday's episode 
During the latest rounds of auditions, Zeon Clark impressed judges Simon Cowell, Heidi Klum, Howie Mandel, and Sofia Vergara, and of course the audience, after sharing his inspiration life story through a demonstration of his athletic abilities. As Zeon, at 25 years old, disclosed on the, on the episode, he faced a number of challenges from the earliest moments of his life. The Canton, Ohio native was born with a super rare condition called caudral regression syndrome that left him with no legs. Thanks. There's practically nothing known about it, he explained, aside the fact that I don't have legs. Zion didn't know either of his parents while growing up in the foster care system for the first 17 years of his life. Mother's in prison, dad's in jail. I was, I was thrown into the system from the second I left the hospital, he explained on the episode. So, he's, in other words, his parents were went to prison and without, even though without reason, probably did something really terrible. I was disabled and a foster kid, so I was just thrown away, he shared. Less than human is what I was treated like, and I got scars over my body to prove it. Zeon went through approximately 14 different homes and was was about to age out and become homeless when the foster agency reached out to a woman who eventually agreed to adopt him. I got adopted. Everything went into place, he said of his foster mom, noting that he, that, yeah, that he then got into wrestling and his grades went up in school. She's patient but tough at the same time. She wouldn't let me quit nothing. She really turned my life around and showed me all my own potential. Even without legs and after losing the first 200 times, the incredible commit, commitment, per perseverance led him to become one of the top three wrestlers in Ohio. Oh, an All-American and a member of the Team USA wrestling team. He went into on to become a professional MMA fighter, winning opponents, winning, sorry, winning fights against able-bodied opponents and set three Guinness World Records for fastest man on two hands, the highest box jumper, and the most diamond push-ups. His athletic abilities were then put on displays as Zeon shared his story on stage through a voiceover while performing a series of fitness activities including rope climbs, bench presses, box jumps, and monkey bars. I chose to walk on my two hands instead of the wheelchair that they put me in, he said. I choose a life of no excuses. Following his performance, Zeon received a standing ovation from the crowd and the judges. Heidi called him an absolute incredible, 
people, and Sophia pointed out his contagious smile. From that moment you arrive, you look like you're so happy. So many times we think our world and life is so hard, and I can't imagine what it has been like for you. But you, but still, you here you are, here you come with a smile. She noted. Howie emphasized on how the judges often use the word "amazing," but it really applies who Zion is. And summer now, how Zion defines the word inspiration. And how you come through this with your attitude is remarkable. You're going to make a difference, and I applaud you, Simon said. Before the judges unanimously voted, send Zion through the next round. More to this in the article. About this. It says here, speaking to people after the experience, Zion said it was an amazing feeling to see the crowd wrapped the way they did. I just enjoyed myself. When you bring good energy into something, nine times out of ten, you can spread it. I don't, I don't go into anything knowing that, okay, I'm going to put this smile on my face, and that is what... That's going to happen, he explains. If I don't have a good time, I'm not going to smile. If I do have a good time, I will. And that's the thing. I'll try and put myself and surround myself health, with people and put myself in positions where no matter what I do, everything is going to have positive outcome on all angles. As for what he hopes audience will take away from his story and audition, I think I want people just to feel motivated and inspired, he said. I want them to feel entertained, too. I want people to feel a lot of things. But here's the thing. Depending on they do or they don't, regardless to me, I have a good time. If I win, it's cool. If I don't win, that's still cool, he adds. I'm here for the experience. And if I so happen to win, that would be even better. And this guy is such a... Uh, 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 um, such ha of having a positive, um, you know, a positive, uh, experience. And I will say that, <coughs> but you know, he definitely, he was definitely like, feels like make me feel happy, but he's going to be going up against a tough hill of against others who who defines the words of dis dis disability <laughs> and goes beyond of that because after all uh it's crazy <sighs> and <sighs> it's really shocking to say the least you know Alright, sorry. Um, enough with the uh, craziness with, um, uh, <laughs> America's Got Talent. Um, <laughs> I do want to talk to you guys about, 
uh, a tweet that caught my attention, and I couldn't believe this. Uh, it's from a it's from the Twitter user goes by the name of Hunt underscore BS or Hunt. Uh, he um this individual likes to talk about uh brawl stuff. Anyway, um Hunt's tweet here has my head scratching, and it says here, uh, he they said he I don't know if it's a he or she. Wait, did they what did they? I think it's mostly a a he. Anyway, might be a she. Anyway, according to the tweet from Hunt, says here, y'all complain about brawlers, age tier list, but if this video that appeared randomly in my YouTube home was released this month, it would cause the biggest disaster in Brawl Stars community. Anyway... Because of that tweet, and I've seen the conversations that Hunt has with, um, with, um, the, with the, uh, artist known as Pine, and, um, I guess her Twitter account is just under, sorry, it's underscore just underscore underscore Sue underscore tweet it. It says here she says here, oh god, I watched this video. It's so bad, it's unbelievable. Hunt replied saying I don't know, even know how they that this person managed to think Jackie is older than Belle and uses emoji or that Brian's Byron is almost 100 years old, according to Pine. Anyway, for those, I'm going to tell you that it's the best if you guys avoid this, but I checked this out, and good grief, this is ridiculous. Anyway, they have this YouTuber, I'm not going to mention their name, name. Because they do not deserve to have this intention. But apparently, they made a video about this that's all brawlers age. And it made about two years ago, but it has almost a hundred, no, almost 200,000 views. And it says, and this was posted about two years ago. Anyway, and they're going from backwards from the lowest to the highest. However, this is what happened. <laughs> um, it says here in the description, Brawler's Age, look at them right now. Upgrade Brawlers. This material is unofficial and not endorsed by Supercell. And then they use the link for the website from on the Supercell website. Now, I will explain that also they had also done an upgrade, but they had added music into this. But the one that kind of popped up about 200,000 uh, views um, says here that Byron is age 73, he, he, um, Dynamite at age 70, 
as well as uh, Gail, uh, Mr. P at age 57. And then they said here they age 53 for Russ, but it says it, but in parentheses, in dog years. And if I and I had to do the math, uh, that uh, if for human years, um, Russ is actually about seven, eight. I'm about to say almost eight years old because, um, because and actually because I remember watching. <laughs> this is actually a funny story. I remember watching a, show, a TV show where do dogs... I don't remember the name of it, but this is a funny true story. <laughs> There's a sh There used to be a cartoon of superhero dogs. Uh, um, but unlike... How do I say this? Unlike uh, Crypt, like Crypto the Super Dog uh, in the uh, DC Comics... Um, this this TV show was, I don't know why I'm remembering this. This TV show was have dogs who, as dogs, they're they're like obedient to their humans, but until they went to go fight for crime, they became uh, they went became anthropomorphic, and. They fought against it. I don't know what the name of the show. I don't know why I'm remembering some kind of show I've seen, but fr please forgive me. Anyway, I had heard saying that the <coughs> I had heard that they're saying in dog years, there's somebody like they said, uh, in do like the they met a dog. I think it was about a dog who says that they're ten years old, but they said in dog years they're like seventy. I'm like, what? And it makes me think, 70, 10, oh, wait, wait. So then I realized, uh, in order to figure out the dog year's age, is you have to, um, it's really funny. If, if somebody says that, they're, how many dog, if somebody says in dog years, they're actually, like, if they claim, like, they're 70, they're actually ten in human years, because <laughs> you have to divide it by seven in order to figure out how old they are. Really, <laughs> see. So, so into this video, they said here that the uh, Ruffs is fifty three in dog years, but actually almost eight years old in human years for some reason. They didn't say here that Mortis is 45 years old. Frank is 43, as well as Jackie. Rosa at age 42. Belle at 40. <laughs> Buzz at 40 as well. Bo at age 39. Bull at age 36. Uh, Penny age 35, as well as Crow. Oh. Uh, Silly age 33. Pam at age 31. As well as Colt at age 31. And also, uh, Brock at 31. Griff at 30 years old. <laughs> 
Poco at age 29. Ed Primo at age 27. Uh, Amber at, at age 26. Um... <laughs> Oh, I, oh yeah, it's Sandy. See, Sandy age 26. <laughs> Piper at age uh, 20. What is this? They're trying to say age 22 is Piper. I'm like, really? Age 21 is Jean. <laughs> Max at age 20. BB at age 18. Tara at age 17, as well as, um, Edgar, 16 years old is for, um, Colette. M's at 16 as well. And 14, Nita at 10B, as well as Leon. And Spike at 9 years old. Jesse at age 8. Age five is Sprout. Age one is uh <laughs> Squeak. And then it says here Roll Robot Brawlers Ageless. I'm like, really? Ugh. It's so it's so awful. Now I also decided to look up the uh, updated version. And which apparently they include in more, but oh boy, <laughs> and then it says all brawlers age one, and then it says all brawlers ages youngest to oldest. This, this is all brawlers age updated <laughs> for the youngest to oldest, they still have. Squeak at age one. Age five is for <laughs> Sprout. Age nine is for Spike. Age 12 for Leon. As well as for Bonnie. Age 13 for Jesse. Oh boy. And that's for Penny as well. And, and of course, um... Meg. Uh, age 14 for Gus. Now, <laughs> this is getting too much. And for Nita as well. 15 years old for Bia. 16 years old as Colette. As well as BB. 17 years old is for Janet. And Edgar. <laughs> 18 is for M's. 20 years old is from is for Max. 21 is for <laughs> God damn it. 21 years old is for oh boy. <laughs> Fang. Jeez, I'm trying to remember these brawlers age. Uh 22 years old for uh for Piper. 24 years old for Colt. 26-year-old for Sandy. 27-years-old for Amber. Then for Poco. 28-years-old is for Bull. 29 is for Ash. 
30 is for Brock, as well as for Shelly, and Grom, <laughs> and Griff, and Otis for some reason. 33 years old for El Primo, 36 year olds for Crow, 39 is for Bo, and for Lola. 40 years old is for Rosa. 42 years old for Jackie. 43 years old for Pam. Eight, now, 45 years old, but vampire years, is for Mortis. Really? I actually never heard of vampire years. And then they said, and then this person says, and I shouldn't say person, then this individual says here, at 45 years old, is for Buzz, but in dinosaur years. Again, I don't know what they're saying. Age 50 is for Eve. Age and as well for uh, Frank, but they say in monster years. Again, I don't know what they're talking about. And they still put down Ruffs at 53 in dog years. <coughs> Mr. P at age 56. Sam at age 59. Belle at age 60. Dynamite at age 79. 80 for Byron. 81 for... for <laughs> 81 for... For Gail. <laughs> Ever. Age 300 for Jean. <laughs> oh my god. And for Tara. And Robot Brothers are ageless. Ay, yay, yay. And they still use the same, and they use in the same uh, warning as, as they put on. Uh, <laughs> In the description of this video. And to be honest with you guys. I'm not 100% sure. Sure. I mean sure. <coughs> 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 Excuse me for that. For some reason they're getting advertisement. Played on. I'm going to say about this, uh, this, whoever this individual thinks they are, really clever, but to go and make two videos, it was, and even though not much updating as fast as possible, <coughs> to say that, oh, this brawler is this old, and then this brawler is this old, but we're changing the ages, yes. yeah, apparently you can't do that kind of stuff. And I know people say, well, another person's going to say, well, I have put out the warning. Yeah, you did. But people are still going to be talking about this. But I'm not going to give this individual much attention for this because no matter what their take is, is and without much of evidence to say, you you don't know what to say about this. But for seeing monster vampire years, I don't know if that's... A, or dinosaur years. I'm not sure about that. I mean, I had vouched about the dog years. 
But, um, I don't know if that's entirely true to say. To say something like, Squeak is a year old, saying it's a child. But when you have something, the children, they're in the, uh, the the five children that you put down, you're saying that they're at least teenagers or even younger. As far as I can tell you, thanks to the from last year's brawl brawl theory uh, video, courtesy of Michael, they they're children. Not all of them are teenagers. That at as far as I can tell you, you Gus. Uh, Nita Leon Just Nita Leon uh, Jesse <laughs> There's one more I can think of I know they're, they're saying I know that it's like gotta be at least <sighs> And thankfully, I'm just looking this up. I'm sorry for the coughing so much. I'm just going over the uh, community uh, tab that Michael had shared up. So, anyway, um, I went to go, I'm just looking through all of his posts before he gets so much attention. <laughs> it's bad enough as it is, he may have gotten so much attention since I caught, uh, OJ for a minute. <laughs> um, looking at, watching Michael's, uh, subscribers. Anyway, ah, um. Oh, wait, not yet. Uh, this is when he was posted. He got a brawly. For his brawl theory. Jeez, that's all I can get up to? Bruh. Or do I have to go on to what I think I have to? <laughs> anyway, um, as far as I can tell you, you that I named out of the four, but I know there are five of them. Oh boy, I'm missing something. <coughs> and I just want to say this. It's because of Michael made me think... And because of what I remember from Michael, he posted...
Really? find it oh um for those who are wondering what i'm referring to well what happened was um there was a media clip of what happened with uh with michael that regardless of the uh theory that he did and about the children of Star Park. <coughs> <coughs> now, this was months before he would end up releasing another uh, Brawl Stars, uh, the next Brawl Theory that has to do with Lex Kairos and Ray of Tribe Gaming. Which really broke my mind. Thank you very much, Michael. (laughs) 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 Anyway, I'm just going through all this... Ugh, I'm sorry for the coughing as much, but... <laughs> anyway, I mean, everybody's much in shock since finding out Michael finally showing who he really is. Because, <laughs> after all... <laughs> Finally does a face reveal because after all, I see in this photo he posted, and he's between he's 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 in between uh, Nat and Wallace of of Tribe Gaming, and I'm like, bruh. And <laughs> uh. <laughs> even though I'm having a hard time finding about this. But, anyway, um, I know there's a total of five kids, it's brawlers, in, um, Minecraft, sorry, in Brawl Stars, that somebody's thinking that they're teenagers, according to this stupid YouTube channel. Anyway, I'm just looking through this. I mean, I could look through this. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Anyway. <sighs> and yes, I will say this. I have been with him since since Pandem mentioned about him. And since then, he's been blowing up very since. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but I'm sorry if this is taking for long, but uh, yeah. Um, for those who are wondering, do I believe that whatever this person's saying, do they think that ch that they're actually teenagers? Not really, because even though they're saying, "Oh, it's just not canon," but uh. You know, but to, but there are those who won't see the information. <coughs> In the matter of fact, um, at it was very much touch of being talked about. So, anyway. <coughs> I don't know if Michael actually shared it. Um, I can, like I said, I only named the four of the five because it's been revealed that, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, it's actually okay. Now I remember because <laughs> I see a clip for uh, where Michael talked about this, <laughs> where Michael tweeted back in January or this year, where he where OJ's reacting to who got the brawlies. Anyway, Michael said, "Quote Sierra says tags in OJ and says here." We need to watch that. Imagine if he watched that too. Anyway, he was reacting to what it was. And apparently, when Michael's theory was about uh, the tag, hey, apparently the five children, Bonnie, Nita, uh, Leon, Gus, and Jesse, they're all kids. It's... Apparently, Michael assumed there might be another, uh, another kid. Since he saw the tag, uh, the, the name tag that says Gus, but it says six us, as in six of us. Luring that, luring that could be another bra, another kid brawler might be within reach. Even though <sighs> even though Michael was on to something. But for somebody who said that about the age of brawlers I wouldn't say that none of the 
the kid brawlers that they said here are in fact at least teenagers. There might be kids. It's as I'm assuming by the way how they are looking that there's a possibility that Jesse and Leon could be at least no, I would say Bonnie might be the youngest. His and, and then by Nita and no, by I no, I was about to say by Nita, but actually I was gonna say is I think Bonnie might be the youngest, or it could in fact be Leon the youngest. The second youngest would be if I would try the first way, I would say Bonnie the youngest, followed by Leon, then Nita, uh, then J Jesse, and then Gus. <laughs> yes. Or the other way would be a, a lot of others. The reply, Gulag. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading something stupid. Anyway, so back to what I was trying to say about this is um about the about this this forever this person is, they did not think clearly. And despite they said it's not canon, why are you making it so like they are almost unlike they are? You know? <clears throat> actually, besides the ages, I would say the other worst thing I actually ever came across is a Brawl Stars artwork that I almost wanted to call this individual out. I do not remember. I don't remember who created it. But I was so horrified when they made a uh, a fan art of Nita uh, it, from Brawl Stars. However, they made it the one where Nita is Nita's uh, uh outf Nita's skin or outfit called uh, whale watching, where Nita is in a bathing in a one piece bathing suit with a floaty. A, okay. Her hat is a shark, and as for uh, the bears that she summons, is actually a shark. Alright. And apparently, somebody made an artwork of Nita as way watching Nita, but Holy, f holy fructus. They made Nita look very much, oh my god, looking like she's an adult, when the fact is she's a kid. <laughs> I was like, ay, ay, ay. Anyway, 
I don't know if I will come across if that artwork again, or if I see any more kinds of artwork that depicting the the uh, the Brawl Stars children, the Brawl the Brawler, just <laughs> the yeah, the Brawl Stars uh, Brawler children, then into like adults because we don't know if this is entirely is true because of the way how it looks. So who, but for for as of right now, I don't know if this is entirely true or not, but this is just what's me. It just I just really want to scream about it because it's really horrifying. Do you know? <coughs> okay, so I want to talk to you guys about a uh, Instagram slash Instagram uh, entertainment. Artsin entertainer, uh, creator as well as a TikToker known as Taro, um, or Ta- uh, Taro Chan or Taro Joso. Anyway, uh, this is a, this is, and I'm gonna, and I'm really gonna say this, um, that I do follow this account out there uh, called Taro Joso. Toro's uh, Instagram account being translated. According to what Toro says in I believe it is in Japanese, it says he says he, he's a daddy of two who loves makeup. He's a TikToker that has about 90,000 followers. And he says the world best love uncle Burrito for some reason. Makeup video post, transformation video introducing cosmetics and beauty Crazy transformation from being a guy into a girl, oh, and he does, and he does really great at this. Um, <laughs> he he does this now. It it I'm just saying this because I'm. Got better within like months. <sighs> months, I would say. Like, is I'm looking at some of his earlier ones he done. Like he did this one that says, "Uh, transfer is called Make You Look" by uh Megan Trainer, which I seen. Oh, seen I would. at first but uh, you know but as time goes by and he's using this same song 
while also uh, doing this uh, <coughs> this crazy um, transformation make them look like a uh, a look like a woman. Um, I would say there's a lot of transformations that this guy really does. Anyway, um, let me show you, let me tell you one, and without having the music on, um, he does transfer it into this, this, uh, cute elf queen, where he starts, and then the Well, the music he's playing over and over again, and in all of his reels and or on his TikTok clips. Anyway, it starts off with him opening up the makeup box. He's taking off his glasses, putting on the head band. He has he's doing starting off with the bases, and the craziest part is after he does that, he really goes. He's really much happy. Where he puts on, uh... <laughs> anyway, he's re he, he goes really happy when he puts on, uh, pow powder on his face. Does the makeup up up parts? It's a little contouring thing, and shows off. He has the crown. So with others, puts on uh um put on a uh, I guess it's called a. Uh, I forget it's called something before you put on. The dress. He has mostly have all the makeup up, the contact lenses, his eyelashes are done. And then he goes winks at the, and they put, and he puts it all together. And now. He's a now he's a beautiful elf queen, and, and does this and continues the song, um, and I'm like, damn. <laughs> anyway, he anyway he.
Well, let me see, actually. He says he has 90,000, but I think he has more. Apparently, according to this, he's up at 96,000... 96,000.9k followers. There's in his TikTok uh, handle is different from his Instagram handle, which is Taro36. Yeah, but on his Instagram, he is actually almost at. He's actually almost at 49,000 followers. <sighs> anyway, I really... And the reason why I'm just saying this is, like... Everybody's wondering, it's like, why does he does this? I, I think he might have... Like I said, he says here he's a dad of two. who Probably one of them might be a... I don't know if it's just one or two. Or if he has sons. <coughs> I never see much about that. Um, but, uh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> post a lot of stuff about this. He actually is enjoying it. Actually, he, on his uh, on his Instagram account, he shared something, and that is in Japanese. As the best thing as Instagram has is translated, according to what Taro said here, I counted the wigs and they were and there were thirty. I've been off from delivery, so I used my time to sort out <coughs> to match my wig. My makeup skills were inconceptuous, but now I'm here, here thanks to the people who are supporting me. I will continue to do my best. Watch out for everyone. <sighs> and I see that he has a lot. And I guess what happened was he wanted to match the wigs that he had used in his videos. So, you know. And I say, he is really... Is Taro Joso, that is T A R O J O S O. And as for his TikTok, Taro's TikTok is handle is Taro oh, 363. Three, yeah, 3663. Three. And of course, there's also that Taro has also. 
Um, if you want to look for him, it's a, it's Taro TikToker. That's T-A-R-O-T-I-K-T-O-K-E-R. Uh, he has some videos explaining about this. Understand they're all in Japanese, and he also has YouTube shorts of it. And I see that he has gone through a lot. <laughs> but anyway. And I know people are probably going to be mad at me and say, I can't believe you watched this. I'm like, yeah. I mean, he's not done anything wrong. I mean, he's just a guy who loves to make do makeup, dress up as characters and... You have issues with it, so... In fact, he actually has been slimming down since he first started this journey. Eh. So... I mean, yeah, I, it's, it's, yeah, he's definitely got, he got, definitely got slimmer. Yeah, but, uh, I hope he gets, really get a lot of success. Um, so yeah, so like I said, check him out on, uh, on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. And 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 support him. And if you know Jeff, if you know in Japanese, tell him that an English uh, podcaster known as Lindsay Star who follows you, you know she posts a lot of gaming stuff, is much supporting you because she knows that you're entertaining, despite despite how things go. I mean, seriously. <laughs> So, good for him, really. Well, and I will try my best to support him. I mean, especially he has done some... out. Especially he did some costumes, especially the one that is really much controversial because of the, um... of the anime known as, um... Oshinoko... Which, and I know most of you guys say, why is this so controversial? Well, it's because Oshinoko is a very weird um, anime and manga about twins who are finding the truth about who murdered their mother. Or, named I, who was a... Uh, pop singing sensation and but she 
lost her life to after the twins were born due to the fact that they died in the hands of some obsessive fan. And it turns out the twins were, in fact, before they were born, they weren't had a previous life. In the weirdest way I ever heard, heard that it turns out the twins were, in fact, used to be fans of their mother's uh, career, but lost their life. And I think it has to do with this obsessive fan, really. It's kind of crazy to talk about, but it's true. So, but I'm, but I know the reason, and I know what you're going to say, why is it so controversial, Lindsay? Well, besides that, it talks about actually almost like the story about the life of these, um, about these twins who are out to seek revenge. One of them is out for seeking revenge because what happened to their mother. Um, the other one is actually focusing on a pop idol career. Now, I would say the reason why it's a little bit controversy is because what happened was it was revealed that the tragedy what happened to um to the singer new known as I uh reason why she lost her life due to the fact of of a I think it was because of a random obsessive fan and it, and somewhat it compared to uh, how would I say this a pro wrestler known as uh, Hannah Kimura who passed away a couple of years ago due to the fact that at uh, she got bullied online and uh, she committed self-deletion and for some reason I, I don't know why but it's weird but this this anime actually is showing thing much about these um, idol groups and how it look to be honest and it's kind of crazy to hear about this but all in all I don't know what to say much about it so but from what I have read I think I'm just taking what I see. But, otherwise, you know, it's all good. No harm, no foul, really. Like, if somebody just wanted to cosplay as the character. But, the anime is questionable, so. Who knows? Alright, I'm going to tell you guys something. I just watched Mr. Beast's new video on his main YouTube channel called, titled, uh, Seven Days Stranded at Sea. It was looked like that Mr. Beast likes to almost play in, it almost looked like Mr. Beast and his friends were playing, um, Raft if in IRL. If you guys don't know, there's a game called Raft, um, it is available on, um, I believe on Steam. Um, 
I know about this game is because I watched uh, Sunday playing and get um, by himself and then playing with uh, Biffle and Sigils. It's a really, it's a really, it's a really kind of interesting kind of game, but it's, they do is, you're trying to survive a, on a raft for very long to find out clues why you guys are stranded. But for Mr. Beast and friends, um, <laughs> it was just an experience, and so far, the video's been released about, I would say, about 29, 29 minutes ago, and it has gained 6, 1.6 million uh, views. And I say to this is, <coughs> this to Jimmy is, wow. But anyway, um, <laughs> um, he, and this is the, um, I mean, this is really one of the most craziest videos he ever done, and and I will say in my opinion, because going at it for s seven days is beyond crazy. See, then doing, uh, doing it. But I'm surprised he's, <coughs> it's like doing the his best that he could, but, whew. Anyway, it's good, it's, I'm pretty sure... This has gone much crazy than him um, ended up doing something to help out. Uh, how do I say this? Um, after he dropped a video like a week ago about where he uh, did a uh, paid out for a hot paying out for um, out at a hospital in. Oh, about almost a week ago. So, <laughs> so this is kind of really crazy what uh, what he's doing. For on his either on his main or the Mr. Beast for Lanthophy channel. I haven't checked up on his gaming channel. But I'm pretty sure there's got to be good videos about this as well. Oh. <laughs> Last thing he posted. Press this button when 100,000. <laughs> so, anyway. um, So, my thoughts about this is... Besides trying to talk about like a game stuff, I mean it's it was really kind of crazy watching Mr. Beast um, with Nolan, Chris, 
laser beam <laughs> and to and Tariq. So uh, I, I'm just glad that happened and learned that uh, the guys also so that the guys like ended up getting sick. Seriously. <laughs> so so I feel sorry for <laughs> the guys, but hopefully this will show them like the watching did teach them a very valuable lesson that there there's things that they are taking for granted, and it's really kind of crazy seeing this ever to happen at. At all. So. So. Anyway. Uh, this is really kind of crazy. To see this happening. Um, so yeah. <laughs> All right, I never know how to put this into the podcast, but I can tell you guys something. So apparently, yesterday, um, a Twitch streamer, very popular Twitch streamer, known as Kai Shinat, um, <laughs> caused a riot in New York City. The Apparently, there was reports saying that is somewhere, um, people who are talking about this and reporting this, saying somewhere between 2,000 to at least 7,000 people in New York City was just there to for this meetup uh, to try to win a PS5 because Kai wanted to get back to the fans. Well... <laughs> It caused chaos. Us. Now, <laughs> because of this kind of chaos, um, a chaos of a riot, um, uh, there was a total, I had heard that there have been reports saying that the total of at least some, I think somebody said 60 people, which half of it, it are juvenile, or okay, kids, kids and teenagers, probably teenagers to be more specific, not kids, and I would say more like teenagers, so I'm like, what the heck, and now, there's a, now the New York Police Department, who decided to, first of all, decided to protect Kai, decided to, oh, we'll make a statement, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna press charges on him. For, I mean, for what? Him causing a riot? Okay. It, causing a, uh, ca- causing chaos in New York City? Okay, fine. Ain't, ain't. <laughs> Ridiculous. Even though I feel, and the reason...
and I I really want to say this that there are people who should take responsibility. I mean, who caused the uh, caused uh, a lot of things, but the worst thing I actually had found out that. During this whole entire madness, um, Kai really, uh, ended up, well, his veins got out of control and ended up, uh, attacking, um, uh, a, uh, a bodega owner, or, I believe that's what they're saying, I'm not sure, um, and it's, it's really bad. However, there's a video um, that is on on uh, <laughs> Twitter slash X or whatever you want to call it. It's X, really. Um, where Kai, uh, where somebody recorded Kai helping out a fan who was like was having a uh, a like, having an anxiety attack, um, she's having a hard time breathing, and it made me feel sad at that this was happening. Um, I don't know what's this, I don't know what's the details behind this, but I'm just in shock that, uh, somebody decides to record this, and showing out that Kai was being, uh, such a, a nice guy, just to make sure this fan is not freaking out, out. and it was and it was looks hor and it looks so horrible. Now my thoughts about this is, does Kai deserve to be um, punished? I'm not sure. I mean, there will be people saying, "Oh, he does deserve this." Others say he doesn't. And the bottom line is, I'm pretty sure he do- he shouldn't be punished for this. Now, who now fandom on the other hand, maybe they should be the ones who should take the punishment, because after all, Kai Kai had no idea this would happen. But for some reason, I mean. Like, if fandom really had forced out Bonda to Kai, say, oh, have it in New York City, and doesn't specify where, I mean, that could be in trouble. But, but, as far as I can tell you, I mean, Kai's taking the full blame. For this, and even though I, even though I would also say it should, not only it shouldn't be much of Kai's fault, it should be more like those who caused the riot. Yeah, and the people who put this together. I mean, I'm pretty sure Kai had no idea, and sure he'll probably say, "Oh, I proved this, I proved that," you know, but he had no idea what would happen. And to be honest with you, I think 
get the... I think Kai sh should not take the full blame for this. I mean, people say, oh, he should be. So... So anyway, so I'm going to just say is, if there's anybody who should take the blame for this at first, it should be the, the fans, it should be fandom, but hardly any way, shape, or form, it should fall into Kai Siant. <laughs> but apparently a a people are gonna say oh it and they're gonna say oh it's Kai Sian's fault he should take full responsibility blah 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 for what reason he had no idea it would get out of hand you thinking he he knew this? You think he would? You think he set told everybody to do this? I don't think so. He just didn't imagine that a giveaway that would go so hard everybody would freak out so bottom line is so bottom line is that you know How do I say? The bottom line is, does Kai deserve to go to jail? Not really. But if the New York Police Department thinks that way, yeah, I mean, you gotta look at this, this in any way, shape, or form. Or, but apparently there will be those who say, oh, he deserves jail time. Like, does he? I mean, this would, and of course despite of what happened, I mean, there's been, despite of they talking about Kai deserved jail time, I, it's just really bad. So, telling, so everybody is just wondering, does, um, should Kai go to jail? The answer is no. Really. I mean, despite of all this meme stuff, and it's just very weary.
Anyway, <laughs> I just hope for, uh, I hope for the sake for Kai that, uh, I know it's really kind of tense, and you know I'm just hoping for Kai to that he doesn't go to jail. I mean, sure he'll pay up money to probably for what happened to that uh, bodega uh, and that old man, but jail time I don't think he should. Those who caused those who were involved into that riot, yeah. And actually, it actually reminds. Actually, I should t say this. The fans who, who really caused this riot, they should definitely take full responsibility because <laughs> what happened was it actually brought me back to thinking about what happened back in, I think, what is it? January-ish, February-ish? It's the day of the Super Bowl and it's also known <laughs> dub as the Sorry, this is crazy. This will, yeah, this, the talking about this, the talk about the Super Bowl oh, back earlier this year, or otherwise dubbed known as the Kelsey Bowl, because you had Travis Kelsey, of who's playing for the Kansas City Chiefs, is, is playing off against his brother, or his older brother, Jason Kelsey, who's playing for the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. When I was on Twitter, and I'm trying to tweet before um, the whole started changing on uh, of the social media, thanks to Elon Musk. Um, anyway, what happened was as I was watching the as I was watching the Super Bowl and checking on social media, somebody posted on Twitter, and it was locally in Philadelphia where somebody got a little bit trigger happy of the Eagles winning the Super Bowl too soon because it was still going on. But what happened was uh, there were people jumping on the car and I was like, what the heck? And it was caught on film. And I'm like, Bruh. Anyway, because <laughs> now did the Philadelphia police went after the Philadelphia Eagles team? No, they went after the people who got caught on film, um, and ended up having them all arrested. And <laughs> so, for what's going on, it is New York. The difference between the New York City Police and the uh, Philadelphia Police. Um, Philadelphia did not blame... The Philadelphia Police did not blame the Philadelphia Eagles uh, on their fans. On some of the fans jumping on a car and destroying it. No. Apparently, the ones who caused that ended up do so. 
well, meanwhile, in what happened with New York and Kai, I mean, that's really being so, so, want me to hit press X to doubt, because New York is trying to put this on Kai, when New York City Police Department is trying to put this on Kai, and not going after the people who did the damage. You know, they did arrest them, but still, I mean, they're the ones who deserve the jail time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, that's my thoughts about that. I mean, does Kai really deserve to be punished? No. That's why I have a best case of Bart. It has to do with something happened when I was watching the Super Bowl and I was checking social media and local news was talking to the, the I follow a lot of people who covered the local news ended up reporting saying uh this these people jump onto a car or, and almost destroy it and this happened in Philadelphia no less and not once I ever heard anybody in the police department saying, "Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna blame, we're gonna put the blame on the Philadelphia Eagles," because they're the reason why that. And how could you blame that when they were you know, miles away from? They're actually a couple of states. It's, it's um, how do I say it? There were a couple of states eights, away from Philadelphia. They were in Arizona uh, uh, trying to trying to spank Travis Kelsey and the Kansas City Chiefs. How can you cannot blame um, the whole entire... You can't do that. I'm like, how could you say that? They're all watching this on TV. And now what? You're going to blame them? Or are you going to blame the TV? That, that's the reason. I mean, that, I just realized that. Right. I mean, how... It, that, so that's what it is, really. <laughs> anyway. I mean, seriously... And for those who are wondering, I had found out they had gotten the people who got arrested, uh, the, the people who caused the damage of a car, or, or a little right because of because of a pre-early celebration. So, so, yep, I, that's what I will say. <laughs> so, hopefully you guys can understand. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to squeeze into this podcast because 
I am very much upset right now with another episode of America's Got Talent. And uh, I'm just going to let you guys know how I felt. So, America's Got Talent ended up with something that I never wanted to ever have this happen again. And despite my mother says, oh, just because Simon Cowell created the show and he's the producer. I'm like, yeah, I know, but this is still ridiculous. Another controversy would be lightly added for the show due to the fact that uh, they, that the group hit the golden buzzer again. What I mean by, well, despite there was, despite there were crazy chaos of acts been going down, including a guy who I may have to do some extensive research on. Due to the fact that this guy, who is from Nigeria, and I think it had to do what he said, and that he was going to try to trick the um <laughs> the the judges about it when he actually came up on the uh, where this guy who. Since he's from Nigeria, and he came on, and he not only did not one, not two, but three acts, still kids are getting buzzered. I was like, who? <coughs> <coughs> I'm like, who the heck allowed this to happen? I hadn't seen so much craziness since, oh, what's his, the guy known as, what is it, Seth Ward? Showed up almost every, every audition every year or to try to get in. Uh. <laughs> anyway, um, but there were some acts that were really good. I mean, there was Eduardo, who is a 11 years old, who, uh, who is a uh, mariachi singer. He's called himself a mariachi soloist, but he sings, um, and he sang really grateful <coughs> in Spanish, and I know people are like, you couldn't understand what he's saying. Yes, that's kind of true, but we have to enjoy the fact that he sang well, and everybody liked that. Um, there was an, an act named Kevin Lee, who was a magician. The only thing that kind of scared me, the crap, was his, he had a popcorn kernel out of his, came right out of his eye. Freaked me out, freaked the judges out, and probably freaked that poor Derek Cruz. But, it was really kind of good, and he definitely moved on. Now, there was one act on... H.E.T. that really kind of shook everybody to the core and probably left a lot of people in head scratches, but this is what I mean by that uh, was much controversial. I know people are going to say to me, Lindsay, you always keep saying it's controversial. Well, <coughs> it is. It's the act known as Chibi Unity, who, um, 
Which I think they have been on uh World of Dance. And anyway, they ended up <laughs> They ended up getting the golden buzzer or from all from all five, the four judges and Terry Cruz. However, this is the reason why I'm saying this is very much controversial. Because what happened was as if you if everybody remembered when AGT kicked off the premiere episode, they hit the golden buzzer already. They to an act and try to pass this off as the audience golden buzzer when the fact is it was to me not fair because as because not everybody was live to begin with and number two nobody and I mean this, nobody knew what the heck was going on. So, to ending off of AGT's auditions, you hit another golden buzzer for another act. So, you just ended up creating two golden buzzers, trying to pass one off for the audience, when the fact is, you didn't. You used the group golden buzzer, and then you do it again. Now, I think I had seen Chibi Unity on a show called uh, World of Dance. And I forgot to follow these guys. And they were on uh, the show called NBC's World of Dance. It was a show that was... On, on, but they had no longer uh, continue back in to the last time they were on was back in 2020, and that was it. So, <coughs> and I think if I'm not mistaken, I seem to be unity to be one of the uh dance groups to be involved. Now, there's some other dance groups oops, oops, that are considered to be much of a rivalry towards Chibi Unity. And one of them is also straight from Japan and is the social phenomenon that is avant-garde. The difference between the two teams is how they got on there. For Chibi Unity, they were on NBC's World of da Dance, but I didn't. I think they didn't get through or something. I don't know. And Avant-Garde has been very well familiarized on social media like TikTok, 
and Instagram. And appeared on Japanese programming as well. The difference between the two things are going to be really crazy. See. Since they both are, in fact, from Japan. And on top of that, um, how do I say this? Besides that, uh, besides that, um, you know, there are a lot of other things. But, it, but, um, it is still not okay what happened. Now, I know most of you guys are saying to me in an argument, saying that golden buzzer was, in fact, not necessary. You're right. And here's the weirdest thing ever happened. Um. Hi, hi, hi. How do I say this? Besides that, it wasn't still much to be a uh, controversial and also was controversial <laughs> was the kicking off of, of of the final auditions since called uh, that kicked off with a flash mob and I was like, nah, it's not worth it. And it's to me, it's still not worth it. Because Flash Mobs, ever since it's been created, it is really cringy. And I was glad that the judges, that some judges had common sense to know that Flash Mobs are not talented. Because because it is really kind of caused trouble. Well, well, anyway, um. But uh, all I had to say is to uh, to Sophia Vergara and uh, and uh, Howie Mandel, thank you for uh, protecting the the crowd from dealing with somebody who has, I mean, not not really good. I mean, seriously, flash mobs. Anybody who says that flash mobs are so great, they're cringe, really cringiest. And believe me when I say this, and if this, it's not just because of that, but they're wasting and, uh, a lot people's time, a lot of money, and on top of that, um, you know, nobody wants to see that. But anyway, um, but like I said, there were some awkwardness, but and some weird crap, 
But the one act actually should definitely... There's some acts who should have actually got the golden buzzer. One act I felt should have gotten it. And it's a three-legged dog named Bogart. And his handler, er, um, Heather, should have gotten the golden buzzer. Because it was revealed that Hannah... Uh, sorry, not Hannah. Heather's surname. I don't know why I said Hannah. Heather and her partner uh, ended up adopting a three-legged pit bull dog named Bogart. When it was revealed that Bogart had a tumor in his leg and his leg had to have been amputated. And it's because of Heather and her partner, they gave him a home. And he did a lot of crazy things. That was definitely golden buzzer worthy. But instead, they're like, oh, we'll give it to Chief Unity. I'm like, yeah, but for what reason? You know? And either way, it's still, this is straight up controversy. And you have to explain that why did you decide to get on the beginning and the ending of the auditions rounds, you give golden buzzers to two acts, acts and try to pass one of them as an audience when it's totally unfair to everybody from those who are at there at live and those who cannot make it. Those who cannot make it has no decisions whatsoever. And then, ended off with Chibi Unity. I mean, there's a lot of confusion. Uh, Slightly disappointed, to say the least. Okay, now, if you guys don't know, I have to tell you guys something. So, despite what happened last night's episode of America's Got Talent, your girl got, I don't know how to explain this, but I think... I I think I got, um, how do I say this? I got, um, I'm not sure if this is entirely true or not, but I got light bombed by, um, accounts. And I'm pretty sure they're mostly of, of, um, accounts uh, it could be it could be a coordinated attack on me because I don't know if this is entirely true or not. It could be if it is, then it might be somebody who is from uh, Nigeria due to the fact of the act that was on last night eight on America's Got Talent. Um, and. <coughs> named Josh Alfred who is from uh Nigeria and it was and it's really and it's really kind of it was first kind of weird but it did get a little more funny but for what happened was I said he used the dead emotes because uh, the the skull emotes where it's like I'm dead you know it's all funny and some reason somebody under somebody took the understanding and laughed about that, okay? But then there are those who decided to go after me. 
Like, I had one account who is female and called me ugly. And I ended up reporting her because that's, you know, you can't say that kind of stuff. Because uh, I didn't, I'm just talking, I'm just tweeting what's going on with AGT. And you think it's okay to call me like, ugly because you're upset. At of a tweet I sent out that's supposed to be, you know, funny. You know, my reaction to this is... Uh, and then, of course, I get other tweets. And then I get the following thing. I mean, it sounds like to me that somebody may have coordinated a, to, you know, have me get uh, follow botted, uh, like botted, I don't know. I mean, I'm already upset in the fact with Elon Musk, us, 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 and his, uh, CEO, whatever her name is, um, for not handling this situation. And, I mean, it's already been, it's like, it got way worse than before. Now, I will, try, even though I will give credit is due, where Elon says that, he was going to take care of those bots. Well, the bots that had hit into my email. Uh, I mean, to my DMs. and Because any time I try to go into my DMs, um, I, it would, I always, it always, I always, yeah, how do I say this? I always get a notification telling me, and then I find out p people who went to, Um, really people went after me, you know, just because of, you know, trying to scam me into something. And I don't know why. Then, apparently, I guess those accounts been starting to take, take down because Elon said that. Well, it's not over, really. Like, I had those who ended up liking my tweets who are not, uh, who are not really who they say they are. And then you got ones that are, um, then you have ones that liked my tweet, and then, of course, there are ones that are actually still doing this to this day, is, uh, trying to tweet out, out links and Twitter accounts of links to watching, uh, pirated versions of pirated streams aims of anything. I mean, it happened when I went to check out what when Jake Paul was trending because I wanted to see if Logan Paul, who just left from Detroit from having a SummerSlam match because he and Ricochet had to kick that off SummerSlam because Logan once had a request to, so he go out first so he could travel all the way to uh, Dallas, Texas to join his brother there who had a boxing match at, as the main card where he faced against Nate Diaz. And I went to go see if, if Logan had arrived. And instead, I get these ridiculous pots. And every time I try to report it, it... Every time I try to report accounts, these accounts, it's still like I have to. There's more to deal with, so I'm like, why isn't Elon dealing with this? So and now I'm starting to doubt that I may have got liked 
eight, and it might be from those who are either from Nigeria who don't understand what this means, or the matter of fact is they kind of watch ADT, a, a, and they think that I'm insulting him. I'm not really. It's just that it's it's kind of a little bit of a head scratcher, and then you know trying to understand like what the heck is going on. I mean. Even though I have to agree with the judges because they were not in it, in, in with this. And besides, as I'm trying to say this, is I haven't seen this kind of craziness since I think his name was Seth Ward, who really, who actually every year showed up to try out. Instead, it's Josh Guy, a from Nigeria, uh, decides to. Do it three times. Thanks. And I don't know how that happened, but, you know, it's kind of crazy. See? And I guess, I don't know if AGT is allowing this, but... <coughs> if he does... But I don't know. I don't know if he'll show up again. If he does next year, that'd be wonderful. I mean, we like to see something, you know, ha something different. But for those who come after me and get upset with me, you know, you need to, either you're upset with me, you need to not react to me at all. But for those who are uh, trying, who liked it, thank you. But for those who, but uh, I don't know. I just, I'm having, I'm having uh, pressing X to doubt uh, meme, uh, you know, to tell that, you know. So that's all I'm just saying. Anyway, I want to switch something over that I don't know right now what the heck is going on. But apparently, if you guys don't know, on Twitter, something was trending. And it's that little girl named Little Tay. Now, she was actually, she was a, uh, she was the most, I would say the most annoying girl out there. Because she was always flexing these stuff. And, <laughs> <coughs> and apparently she had some kind of crazy feud against uh, against that uh, that that girl from the Dr. Phil show. Oh, the Catch Me Outside girl, also known as Bad Baby. Anyway, um, apparently Little Tate ended up got exposed that somebody was doing the filming. Um, it was, looked like it was her, at first I thought it was her mother, but it's more like her brother. <coughs> well, <coughs> since then, it's been reported that Lil Tay has gone through a, a, a heavy situation. Apparently, her brother, who ended up taking control of her of his sister's uh, Instagram account saying that their father and stepmother are abusing her. And now, all of a sudden, she's trending again, and I find out she's passed away. Hey. Hey, both her and her brother. <coughs> and nobody knows if this is entirely true or not. Even though, right now, both the... Los Angeles Police Department and the Vancouver Police Department where I think somebody says that Lil Tate is located um, is trying to find out 
doubt if this is entirely true. That somebody posted and saying that both her and her brother are gone. They're not existent. However, now there's something also fishy came up. Apparently, the Twitter account known as Pop Base reported <coughs> something about this. It says here, Little Tay's father declined to confirm to entire whether she is actually dead or not. Her former manager also told the publication that he's unable to definitively confirm or dismiss news. Now, I don't know if this is entirely true or not because, again, there has nothing much about this. But it says here that little T- according to this art- inside article, says little Tay is dead at 15. Rapper's Instagram states, but her father couldn't say if it was true. Now, understand, take this with a very much of a grain of salt because nobody knows about this is entirely true. Because apparently, as I'm reading this, it's this, which apparently they divulge her real her real name being Claire Hope, that they said that she had died in on her verified Instagram post, post. and it also mentioned that her brother is also dead as well. Oh, the one who brought up the allegations against her father. Now, however, they turned, they went to talk to the father and an ex-manager who probably hasn't been into their lives. If that's if, if for a while, if that's so, then there's something really fishy going on. Now, I don't know, I haven't heard anything yet um, about this because I, I, there might be a reason... Now, people on Twitter who said, oh, that little Tay has died, um, they say that they need to have to be investigate the parents. Well, probably her father and stepmother. Now, there's been talks about how old she is. Some say she's 14, some say she's 15. Nobody knows if that's entirely true. Anyway, this is what's la- this is what posted, and everybody is going crazy about. It says here, it's with heavy hearts we share the devastating news of our beloved Claire is sudden and tragic passing. We have no words to express the unbearable loss, uh, sudden loss, and indescribable pain. This outcome was indefinitely unexpected and has left us in all shock. Her brother's passing adds even more unimaginable death to our grief. During this time of immense sorrow, we kindly ask for privacy. We get grief this overwhelming loss. The, as the circumstances surrounding Claire and her brother's passing are still under, under investigation. Claire forever remained in her heart. Her absence leaving an irreplaceable void that will be felt all by all who knew and loved her. Now, I don't know what is going on here about this, but anyway, there's some, anyway, 
I never... The only thing is I just heard about her is how she got crazy. But apparently those who had follow her couldn't be, I'm pretty sure are in shock about this. But as far as I can tell you, I am not 100% sure if this is entirely true. Oh, I mean, they even though that's probably posted, and they said an investigation. And now there's something from Pop Base who's saying that and insiders reporting this. And I'm like, there's no way in heck this is entirely true. And apparently I've seen some people who talked about this and thinking that this is, sounds fishy. Coming from the one, the only Mutuhar, who run, who on his YouTube channel, oh, some ordinary gamers, but it's just him, some ordinary gamers. Anyway, he kind of he, he, somebody who I follow reposted his tweet or post saying this whole situation is fishy. I really hope this little one is alive. Strange, we don't all have solid confirmation yet. Too much conflict and info. He's right. But the craziest part is and of course somebody of course somebody shared Towards Mudahar, it says, "Is the uh, account called Termani?" To be clear, I am not dead. I don't have access to the little Tay Instagram account. My sister and I were winning our case. It was just a couple of days before we got it, it all back. Uh, all their social media uh, come out to the truth. Me and Tay are not dead. We don't got access to the account. Our parents want us gone. And off the internet, but we will not go away. This is our new account for now. They are spreading misinformation. We are not dead. The only ones that got access to the account, they're the only ones who got access to that. Do not believe it. Our parents took everything, and they abused Tay hard. All we ask to share this post to, to you or story and to follow this account from up updates in a couple of hours. Apparently, somebody said that this is not entirely true. So, anyway, I'm also looking to see if anybody else talking about this. Because this is really high, highly crazy. And uh, really annoying. But, nobody knows if this is entirely true or not, to be a fact. And apparently, like, people are saying that the parents should be investigated. Now, understand, it's going to be the father and the stepmother. Now, some people may think in, in that the mother there. Where is actually her mother? In fact, where... In fact, there is something really fishy about this, which I have to agree about. What I swear to you guys. Because, in, in, because usually, it would be signed by a family member. If it was, like, if it was the mom or the stepmom, 
they would put their name down. Because in the past, when I saw somebody who passed away, they they ended up signing with their name to whoever is running the account. Like, for, like uh, I don't want to use somebody's passing, but I think I may have with, um, yeah, or something like that. But to post something, now there's a possibility that it could be somebody might be saying, might be saying that, that they're just trying to say that they're both gone. Well, I don't know. Now, on top of that, I mean, besides all this information has been conflicted, that I would say, um, as far as I can tell you, I'm not 100% sure if this is entirely true or not. Because, as of right now, uh, um, those are saying that she is, I mean, there has no word about that. I mean, they would have to say to speak of sources. And... It's bad enough that people are talking about this without realizing if they had confirmed this. And now people are saying, I don't know, it's not true or not. In fact, let me see if Los Angeles police have said anything about this. I think somebody said it's coming from the Los Angeles Police Department. I don't know. They have no... Okay, I don't know what to say about this. So, hopefully. I don't know where to look at. Um, maybe Vancouver. Vancouver, please. <sighs> yeah, I haven't seen anything. I don't know. But... But a lot of people are going to say to me, why is she dead, if she is really dead? Then there might be something to have to do with the allegations of what the brother <coughs> had said. Now, some people think she might done the done the drugs, but I don't think that's the case. She's been, if that's so, she'd been forced, but nobody knows if this is entirely true or not. So, hopefully... People will find out. We'll probably find out. Um, but this is kind of sad and scary. Hey. So, I don't know if there's anybody investigating this whole entire madness. 
or not, but if it is, this is really kind of crazy. But anyway, if a but if it is entirely true, I hope f for um Tay and her brother find peace because this is sounds horrible. But if she's not hot, and if there is a reason why she is not, and they tried to say that she might be, and it may have to do with the parents. The father and stepmother, I like I, like the fans are at, like the people are demanding. The parents need to be investigated, and and if it's because for the sake of little Tay's um, safety, then she'll be it. <sighs> so hopefully that would do. <laughs> okay, so I'm. Had some news right now about regarding of little Tay. Uh, it turns out little Tay is in fact alive, and apparently there was a statement that was shared to TMZ and other um, networks, who at or no, I should say another website that uh, was talking about little Tay's passing. It turns out little Tay. His Instagram account got hacked, and they claim it was by a third-party user who posted up and says that when it turns out that it is that uh, when people looked into this, they found out that the places that he was living either between Los Angeles and uh, Vancouver says there was no death of it, and he, despite of parents should be investigated. I'm assuming it has to be with the father and the stepmother. But it turns out that little Tay is alive, and so is her brother. And it turns out little Tay had, had revealed that her little legal name is Tay Hyun and not Claire Hope, as been posted. Well, I don't know if this is entirely true. To say the least, but they're trying to say that she was hacked by a third party, and if it's so, it might be somebody else. I mean, now the one person I could think of that could be the reason behind this is the guy who used to be, who claims that he used to manage little Tay, and some reason, then he made a, a TikTok about this, saying it's been confirmed that she's dead, um, her, um, and says that he has a psychic. Well, it turns out he got, uh, he got dethroned out 
because of this. And I think the reason why this guy is probably doing this is because I went on to Twitter and any time when I saw, or I should say X, uh, what I saw on there is um, that she was still trending. And it turns out when I saw it, there's a Twitter account. Um, it's called, even though I'm pretty sure they're trying to hide that. Yeah, even though she's still trending. It says here, uh, when I tap this, it says here, Little Tay, the youngest flexor er, of the century. <coughs> and it says Little Tay Token. And it was st and it was created, and I was like, oh, crap. <sighs> And I'm pretty sure this was set up because apparently the t they retweeted to a says a little Tay token. This was created back on September 2021. Anyway. I think the Twitter account is still run by that guy. And, uh, Perry says, Our response to, to the fact that our CEO managed Little Tay. We have no direct connection to the information that released on Instagram. Um, this was personally personal to him, so we had to address it immediately. More information has come out and out, and they tag the manager. I smoke bullcrap. And this is, and apparently, <laughs> apparently he hasn't said anything on social, anything on Twitter. So, I don't know. They, the Twitter account, the Little Tay Token account, uh, it says here, Docs KYCED. It says it's been that. I am not, I don't think so. I think that, even though they said that, I think there's something else going on. And I'm starting to press X to doubt that Little Tay's social media is still probably being run out, run, and even despite they claim that, oh, it was, claims it was, um, hacked, I think, I think I smell a rat at, that it's probably, It's probably that uh, it's his, it's her former manager, and <sighs> <coughs> I 
it's bad enough as it is. Um, I think somebody says, oh, it got hat. Well, yeah, I mean, after all, I mean, I think it's still running by her f former manager. And if so, I mean, little Tay needs to take her and her brother and her, I guess her mother, because she's using the last name, which is belongs to her mother. And I think for little Tay, her brother and her mother needs to do is, uh, I hope they have a, a really large, uh, wealthy uh, lawyer to, I, well, I'm pretty sure they still probably have money for this, but I hope they have a really great lawyer and start suing everybody who misled anything and also to set up something. And but apparently there's these uh now the other thing I have to say about this is there's these I wish that little Tay and his fa and her family to lay like, her mom and her brother to say something about this. And also where is her brother's Twitter I mean Instagram account? I mean there was one that somebody shared out, but it turns out uh, when I look into this, there were multiple versions of this as on Instagram. So, now I know people are still saying that everything should be investigated. Well, apparently, I think that's what might be going on because somebody says that little Tay and her brother, or, and I guess her mother, were all, all in uh, battle to fight over and maybe that's might be still go maybe that's what's going on like little tay is fighting and for her uh name aim and everything to go to her and her brother and her mother because so then you know it's already ugly and it's probably they might be going after her former manager her Anyway, I'm surprised this is happening. And apparently they, they um, so those who said that she was gone because of doing s terrible stuff because of her brother, I don't think so. Um, I think there might be something else. So maybe it will, uh, if there's any more out there about this, I want to know because... Otherwise, I don't know if we'll ever hear much at the end of this. And the, probably the reason the last... Because uh, people were telling me... Things I read says the last time they heard much from Little Tay was there was a GoFundMe account uh, because Little Tay was being uh, abused by her uh, father. But... Now, it sounds like to me she's safe with her mother and probably her brother there. So, oh. But people are are very much skeptical because Lil Tay's brother, Jason, who she's really close with, I guess, um, might be, be a terrible person. Now, I have no idea. So, understand where this confusions going on so it's really upsetting people 
as much because there's been a lot of confusion about what had happened. But now this statement that was sent to TMZ and other uh, websites saying that, oh yeah, she's alive still. So, who knows? Okay? Anyway, so, because of that, um, it sounds like to me, it sounds like she, it's good that she's still okay, but I'd rather see if she fully is. Um, and who knows what she was battling? I mean, unless this is... Oh, excuse me. I mean, who the... Who knows what... What happened, so... But for those are... But... They're saying about a third party. Um, who probably posted. Now, it... I mean, it sounds like to me that... That it says that she was hacked... I think, I, I mean, if it, she was hacked, I mean, they would post more than just that one post about that being, de- about that defamatory post, but, mm, I mean, it could be somebody else is doing this, this themselves, but I have no answers about it, so. Who knows, really? But I'll keep you guys updated. Okay, so... Here is something I want to start saying. Because I don't like to slam people, but I might as well start. <laughs> Go fix. So, if you guys didn't know, Taylor Swift, who has been gone through a lot. She has doing um wrapping up her tour... In Los Angeles for the like what the past six days, anyway. However, something really just set me off the vibe already. So the reason why is because the last two shows, which was last night and the night before, two people—no, I should say four women—who I will identified: Valkyrie, Brooke B, um, Tina Kitten, and Fusely Lee attended the Taylor Swift Eras tour. And it turns out that Taylor Swift is released and besides that I besides that they all had a fun time. Apparently they, they were also thrilled about Taylor Swift who's re releasing out her uh album, the nineteen eighty nine album. However there's something that I'm very upset by the fact about these four. Alright, just understand where this whole entire situation's at. If you guys don't know, this whole entire mess started out with the one and only Scooter Braun. Now, if you guys don't know who Scooter Braun is, um, he's still a, a guy who, I guess he runs a, um... How do I say this? He runs a, uh... He's a... He still is a music... Executive. For some reason. And... What happened was... And I will say this... Um... (laughs) 
that um, this is what happened. Um, it says here, um, this is about the dispute. Because what happened was, in June of 2019, as part of this purchase of Big Machine Records, Ithaca acquired the masters for the first t t six Taylor Swift albums. And it says here, Swift condemned Ithaca's purchase and denies the claims by Big Machine's former president, Scott Brescia, who said that Swift declined an opportunity to buy the Masters. In other words, she did. And because of this, in other words, Scooter Bond had a chance to pick this up. And because of this, Taylor really wanted to have the chance to pick the to get to um, you know try to claim this, but since um, the big the uh, person who was, who founded the uh, big machine records really went ugly, even though she wanted to. They kind of lied about it. So, because of this whole entire madness, and when Taylor condemned and Scooter Braun and his music company, she was, even though she never had a chance. Well, due to the fact of, I guess it was been tweeted out by, I guess somebody, somebody said it was Kelly Clarkson. Because of what Scooter Braun has done, and Taylor Swift is the reason Taylor had no other choice to redo all of her music. And because of Justin, I think it says by uh, so because of this, she had to work on her album, re recording it. It known as Taylor's version, but and I will say this, but since I'm very much, but since then, as every time I, but since then I've been seeing Scooter Braun's name everywhere, right? And despite of all this, I mean, he's going every any any time there is. Bad things about what Scooterbron has done. I always see him, and as proof of point, he's wearing the Hundred Thieves hat. At as in seen in this picture, or uh, it says here, Scooterbron picture in 2019 purchased Big Machine in 2019 and became the owner of the masters of six first albums, which he later sold to Sh uh, Shamrock Holdings in 2020. However, understand this. This. But you have to understand that uh, not only that, since he is a complete jerk, let's not forget that he is, his name is still mentioning as one of the co-founders of 100 Thieves on the website. And apparently, is he's here in the, apparently on his there's a Wikipedia photo where he's there with 
if the man who founded 100 Thieves, Nate Shot, uh, to talk about, I believe, 100 Thieves. However, <laughs> since there was, since nobody had reached out to Taylor to get it, everybody has been very much angry at Scooter Braun. However, when you have four me- members of 100 Thieves, one of them being the co-owners of 100 Thieves, as in Valkyrie, um, Tyson attends a Taylor Swift concert. Uh, and I'm just saying, why would you four go to a Taylor Swift concert when you should be right now disavowing, telling Nateshot that you need to have Scooter Braun removed immediately? You know, because you go, you four goes to a Taylor Swift concert, uh, you're thrilled about this, but don't forget who caused this this madness to begin with. Yes, the man who who's co who, by the way, if you look up the Hunter Thieves website, and if you find um, about and then about us, scroll down. Says the owners, Scooter Braun is still there. Y'all need to remove Scooter Braun immediately. I'm sorry, Matt. Uh, I mean, seriously. But you you have four... You have your co-owner and three of your content creators go to a Taylor Swift concert and also uh, forward to uh, of what's been going on. Yet, the day when this whole time madness, not one of them said anything about this. And nobody says... Anything about, oh, we should not have Scooter Braun still remaining as co-owners of 100 Thieves. Yet, here, here we are. Here. So, you have to do something. Ben, all, something. Either you, you, Valkyrie, Courage, maybe even Drake and Dan Gilbert... Go after Scooter Braun. Tell him that you no longer want him to be part of the Hundred Thieves. You guys are going to remove his name because, after all, he's the reason why a a Taylor had no other choice to to remain rework her albums because of Scooter Braun. Otherwise, Scooter Braun will do something, and he'll probably go after the four and try to have them out of 100 Thieves. Because, believe me, when I say this, it's going to be ugly as as heck. Heck. So, why are you, you, why, uh, why is this happening, you know? Uh, those four should not gone to the Taylor Swift concert. On top of that, you know, just, and the reason why I'm just saying is because, even though I know a lot of people are going to say to me, especially their fans, they, they should because they have three to and they have money. Yeah, but still, you have to look. You have to understand, this whole entire madness started because of Scooter Braun. Okay? You need to have, tell Nate Shot to remo- have his name moved off 
of this, the Hundred Thieves co-ownership and find somebody better, you know? Because otherwise, I don't think it's a good look, look, look when you're, when you're, especially for Valkyrie, you're co-owner of a Hundred Thieves, you go to, you go to a Taylor Swift concert, uh, uh, finding out that, <laughs> finding out from your friends who went there the last day, last night of the, of the tour, and finding out that she's releasing 1980, re-releasing 1989 Taylor version, without realizing that this whole entire madness started because of Scooter Braun. And every time, and also, I will say this, any time I hear bad things about t- about him, his he's still wearing the Hundred Thieves hat. He needs to be removed. If if you tell him to not wear the hat anymore, you tell him he's no longer as co-owner, or he's coming after the four of them. I'm pretty sure. Because right, seeing these photos, because they all want there to go support Taylor Swift. And believe me, <laughs> and I'll tell you, there are some others who attended the Taylor Swift concert, especially um, some of the celebrities, but <sighs> that's another time, but if I want to talk about it. But as of right now, I'm very, very angry that, you know, four ladies representing 100 Thieves, Thieves goes to a Taylor Swift concert, finding, and especially... The two went the first night. The other two went the second night. And, well, the last two nights of her eights. And then finding out she's releasing that. Yet, you guys didn't disavow uh, or saying, like, you're going to move Scooter Braun because you should have have. But instead, you guys couldn't because freaking Jack Dunlop, who wanted to meet uh, Ariana Grande, and Ron has the connections to it. Well, <laughs> now there's trouble for it. So, who knows what to say? Who knows what I'm going to say about this? But all I can tell you right now is <laughs> there's a lot of chaos. And the other thing I also wanted to say is you know, You know, this is not good, right? Just because you all, just because you want to go to Taylor Swift and also listen to and get her songs, re-listen to them all over again. But then, of course, you have to realize you're part you're part of an esports organization, Shin, where freaking. Nate Shot has this guy a who caused this chaos to begin with. So I'm just saying, if you are going to a Taylor Swift concert and you're part of a Hundred Thieves, you have a choice: either you quit, either you disinvolved Al, Al, uh, Scooter Braun, have him removed out, or quit Hundred Thieves. Because this is really bad. Okay? Okay. Anyway, um, so that's much about it. Um, before I go, um, for those who are wondering if I'm okay or not, the answer is yes, I am okay. I've been, I've been upset by the fact that, um, 
finding out that, um, that, uh, that, uh, the, uh, finding out a lot of information stuff. Now, I haven't thought much about the forefront of what's going on with the, um, the SAG union strikes, uh, even though it's still going on. Now, there's some reasons of what's going on that I don't know how to say it. But, you know, it's bad enough as it is. But I may try to touch about that in the next episode. But the one thing for sure is I have been upset with lately of the last couple episodes of America's Got Talent. That, that despite of the golden buzzers, except for, well... I should well actually I've been disappointed nearly almost with every edition, but um, despite of the two group golden buzzers, which is very much controversial uh, and misleading about stuff, but at the very same time there are other things that been going on as have been lately. So furthermore about this is um I am I continuing what so for those who are wondering, am I continuing on still watching America's Got Talent? Yes. I just wanted to know how things will go because as as of right now, I mean, unless NBC is going to start to a little more expand out um, more of America's Got Talent because due to the fact of the... Uh, the... Uh, you, the... Uh, Actors and writers union is still going on. I mean, I will t- probably talk about that, and also I wanted to, t- and probably into the next episode. And also, I may have to call out somebody who is very upset with a game show because not everybody is part of of this union. So, anyway, um. And among other things to say, and uh, it's gonna get crazy. But matter of, of what not, I don't know if I will talk about that or not. But otherwise, there are things that are really questionable to the fact. So understand where what the frustrations is going on. Um. <laughs> now, I also want to mention one other thing. Um. Um, you know, there's a lot of things going on about this and, you know, a lot of things are happening, so. (laughs) Anyway. So, hopefully you all understand what's going on, and I hope you all do. Anyway, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Until then, bye for now.